Hello, hello. Welcome back for another week and another installment of the Effortless Man podcast. My name is Vu, your host, and on this podcast show, we pretty much talk to anyone and everyone of all walks of life that has an interesting story to tell or a specific area of expertise that might be able to share a gem or two that will help you make your life a bit more effortless. So today's episode is going to be a short episode. It's pretty much a follow-up on uh, one of the most recent episodes I've done on Lion's Mane and its brain-boosting benefits just because I got such good feedback about that and a lot of people said that they benefited from that information-packed podcast about that specific compound. So today we're going to talk about a very simple compound. It's an all-natural compound and was actually my foray into the world of nootropics. So it's something that will help to relax you and reduce anxiety without causing drowsiness. And I've had the pleasure of using this compound for the last four years and it's such a simple, simple thing and that compound is called L-theanine. So we'll get right into that once we dive into the podcast. Also, the competition has another day to go, so be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this to go into the draw. And the winner will be announced in next week's podcast episode and you will be contacted or you can contact me with your details so that we can hook you up with your prize which is a 60-minute Skype call video consultation with myself pretty much talking about any and all topics or any questions that you may have. So be sure to do that before the time runs out. And as always, make sure you show some love. Yes, leave a rating and review and uh, let us know of your genuine Uh, listening experiences so far, what you enjoyed, what you'd like to hear more about and I would really appreciate that because from the bottom of my heart, I want to make this the best and the most value-packed podcast show that I can. So the more feedback that I can get in terms of real people listening and what they want to hear more of or what they enjoyed, that will help me immensely. So thank you, thank you and let's get into it. So today's episode, we're talking about L-theanine, which is basically a simple amino acid that's derived from green tea, several teas, and also mushroom. So my initial interest was piqued from watching the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper. Not sure if you guys seen that, but if you have, it's pretty much about this guy that hasn't really got a lot going for his life, but then he discovers this uh, this drug or this nootropic. So it was like these clear pills in, in these bags that were, I guess, high sought after. And by taking that, he was able to manipulate 
the stock market and just became super super smart and super wealthy and pretty much could yeah get get anything he wanted in life and uh, he could read certain situations and people very very well because of his increase in his IQ so that was the initial sort of exposure to the whole term nootropic and also cognitive enhancer things that will make you think faster be smarter and just increase your memory and all that sort of thing so let's break it down so what's wiki's definition of a nootropic so nootropics are drugs supplements and other substances that may improve cognitive function particularly executive function memory creativity motivation in healthy individuals so that is the definition from wiki so hopefully if you never heard of the term nootropics before you have a bit of a better understanding now so like i said the l-theanine is a naturally occurring amino acid which is derived from green tea Uh, particularly green tea has the highest content of l-theanine out of all the teas and in some selected mushrooms And it's something that was discovered in 1949 and it's been used, not used specifically, but I guess for its beneficial effects uh, from the ingestion of green tea for thousands of years by, you know, different Asian cultures and particularly the monks in the mountains. And it was actually only synthesized and isolated between 1950 and 1960. So, why should this compound interest you and why should you listen to this podcast? Well, let me break it down into the main uses of L-theanine and also I'll go into my personal experiences with it as well. So, for a lot of people, they would use it for anxiety relief, stress relief, uh, the relief of panic attacks, other things like ADHD, helping them sleep. Uh, It will help your mood enhancement, uh, depressive symptoms, and particularly it helps to boost the alpha brain waves, pretty much the same brain waves that are achieved in when when you're meditating or when you're in a pretty much relaxed but alert state. So even though it increases all these sort of pathways that helps your body to be more calm and relaxed but the main distinction and the important factor of theanine is that it does all this without causing any sedation or drowsiness which is normally seen in the theta uh, brain waves most most common in sleep so it's not a stimulant or a sedative as such it's more so a relaxant without causing sedation or drowsiness and how that works is because it binds to the glutamate receptor in the brain so really breaking out the mechanism of of action here and it blocks the glutamate receptor from binding um, and hitting the brain and therefore another neurotransmitter which is GABA is your relaxant and calming neurotransmitter, whereas glutamate is your more excitatory neurotransmitter. Uh, That will increase the ratio of GABA to glutamate 
receptors. So just in case I've confused you there, so glutamate is a powerful excitatory neurotransmitter that is released by the nerve cells in the brain. So it's responsible for sending signals between nerve cells and under normal conditions, it plays an important role in learning and memory. And whereas GABA is the relaxant neurotransmitter, so it's considered as an inhibitory neurotransmitter because it blocks or inhibits certain brain signals and decreases activity in the nervous system. So what this does is it pretty much blocks the glutamate so that you have essentially not increased GABA, but a better ratio of your GABA to glutamate neurotransmitter and therefore a more sense of calmness. So like I said, my initial interest was pretty much stemmed from the movie Limitless, but more so since I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child, I always, always wanted to find different ways, particularly natural ways, to overcome that and I guess not let it really affect me in my everyday life. So I looked into it and it was actually theanine being one of the most efficacious and simple compounds that one can implement into their life to help or be an adjuvant to someone that's suffering from ADHD. And how that works is, and like we already spoke about it, is people with ADHD normally tend to be, I guess, hyperactive and uh, can't sit still, so to speak. And that was me to a T as a kid and pretty much to a lesser extent now. I sort of can't sit still. I'm always thinking of one thing and then my mind would skip to another thing and I really, really couldn't concentrate as well. So that's where sort of theaning comes in because it sort of helps to stop that racing mind and sort of just takes everything down a little notch. Sometimes it's good to have a racing mind and to have, I guess, your mind ticking over quite quickly. But other times you just want to sit down, read a book, not fidget or get some actual proper work done as opposed to, um, you know, jumping from task to task and doing many different things and not really getting anything done at all. So, with that being said, uh, when I looked into it, there was a specific research that was done on ADHD boys, uh, which shown to have quite a significant result. So, yeah, with with that in mind, let's get into the research studies um, in terms of how this has been proven to be quite efficacious and such a simple and a cheap compound that we can use into our everyday lives. So, there was a 2011 randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial study in the Journal of Alternative Medicine Review, which studied the effects of theanine on 98 boys with ADHD aged from 8 to 12. So, the boys who consumed the L-theanine obtained significantly higher sleep percentage and sleep efficiency scores, along with non-significant trend for less activity during sleep. 
So, which is defined as a less time awake after sleep onset compared to those in the placebo group. So, the theanine uh, the boys consumed pretty much were well tolerated and there was no significant side effects or anything like that. So, the conclusion in this study was that it demonstrated that 400 milligram daily of L-theanine is safe and effective improving some aspects of sleep quality in boys diagnosed with ADHD. And why is sleep so important? Because since sleep problems are associated with ADHD and because disturbed sleep may be linked to this disorder, L-theanine taken 200 milligrams twice a day has been shown to be quite effective in resolving and also assisting these boys with childhood ADHD. So I guess seeing that and seeing research like that, it was pretty um, pretty powerful and also pretty convincing that, you know, in, in 98 experimental subjects, kids that were restless, that was able to effectuate some sort of positive results sort of led me in the way of wanting to learn more about this compound later on. And as I looked more and more, there was more convincing research that has shown in terms of other mechanisms that it works on that has shown to be efficacious in pretty much um, psychological and also as a result physiological benefits and even a lengthened lifespan which we'll get into in a later study. So here's another one. So there was a 2010 study in the nutritional neuroscience which investigated the effects of combination of 100 milligrams of L-theanine and 50 milligrams of caffeine compared to a placebo treatment Um, and what they were measuring is for cognitive performance, alertness, blood pressure and heart rate in a sample of young adults around 44 experimental models and this is something that I'll go into a bit later on but stacking or combining L-theanine with caffeine has shown to be a super efficacious uh, way to really boost mental performance particularly before tests, exams and um, anything that's memory related or anything that requires uh, extended period times of focus. So this is something that that really interested me as well, just the combination and the synergistic effects of these two compounds. But in this study, this is what they were testing for and this is the parameters of the study where they combine the caffeine and the L-theanine. So the cognitive performance, the self-reported mood, blood pressure and heart rate were measured before the L-theanine and caffeine administration, uh, which is pretty much to establish a baseline and also at the 20-minute and 70-minute mark thereafter. So the combination of moderate levels of L-theanine and caffeine significantly improved the accuracy during task switching and self-reported alertness and reduced self-reported tiredness. So what this result suggests is that 100 milligrams of theanine in combination with half of that, so a 2 to 1 ratio, 50 milligram of caffeine, helps to focus attention 
during a demanding cognitive task. And let me ask you this question. How many times are we encountered with a demanding cognitive task that requires our full attention and focus, which we just wish we had on some days? And I would say probably for a majority of people, that's pretty damn important in your work life, in pretty much anything that you do. There is periods of time that you really want to zone in on something and just make sure that you give it your full attention and focus without being a scatterbrain like myself or people who are, I guess, afflicted with ADHD. So this is something that I personally felt myself as well is that when I started taking the theanine uh, in my particular workplace where I guess with a lot of people, you know, you tend to be distracted in terms of emails coming in or people speaking to you and I just felt that I was able to keep a more centered focus mind frame and not be easily distracted and it's hard to explain because obviously distractions happen anywhere and everywhere it's it's a normal thing to to be distracted or have your attention waver but for the people with ADHD that really understand this you can really know that when you're able to focus things change and things are just different and I guess, yeah, people with ADHD are able to appreciate this so much more just because the the attention and the focus is not something that we get naturally as with someone else. It would have to really, really interest us for us to really sit down there and dwell deep into it without being distracted. So this is one super, super efficacious compound that has found for me anyway and as per the scientific research that I just read to you guys has been shown with task switching, the accuracy of that and also the focus and attention during something that is cognitively demanding. Alrighty, I've got one more juicy research study for you guys because I'm so, so big on research nowadays not saying that research studies are be-all and end-all when it comes to the evidence and things that have credibility, but in terms of the parameters that these research are conducted under are pretty much quite reliable um, and also it will give you a sense of in terms of the variables that they were measuring and certain variables or effects that you can sort of expect Uh, when you're trying to sort of implement the same thing. So in this 2011 study, they wanted to evaluate the psychological effect on lifespan and cognitive function on age-accelerated mice. So what age-accelerated mice are these mice that are created and genetically modified specifically to age at a quicker rate than their normal counterparts? and also exhibit cerebral atrophy, which is the shrinkage of the brain, and also cognitive dysfunction with aging. And don't you think that it's fascinating because it's pretty much identical with the existence of 
men and women nowadays that we are somewhat accelerated aging because of the foods that we eat, the frequency that we eat, and also the environmental toxins from our water and the air that we are exposed to. So in this study, pretty much it shows us the potential of a simple single compound from tea is able to mitigate mortality, mental deficits, emotional distress, and neurological damage in such uh, an unfortunate uh, animals like these mice. And it's something that we can definitely extrapolate to humans uh, making this research pretty, pretty important. So this study investigated the effect of confrontational housing on mice because the conflict among male mice is a psychological stress. So in addition to the stress of this so-called confrontational housing on the mice, they also want to investigate the anti-stress effect of the theanine, which is pretty much of our utmost interest right now. So the mouse were housed under confrontation. So what that means is the two mice were separated, housed in the same cage with a partition in the middle for establishing the territorial imperative in each mouse. Then what happens from there is that the partition is removed and the mice were ultimately co-housed confrontationally, which means they are now living together after that partition is removed as opposed to the control group, which was a group of mouse housed under the same cage with no partitioning or separation. So from this, it found that the mice began to die earlier under confront housing than the group housed control mice. Additionally, it was found that the cerebral atrophy, learning impairment and behavioral depression were much higher in the mice under the stressed condition of the confront housing compared to the mice under the group housing. Furthermore, post-mortem, they found that the level of oxidative damage in the cerebral DNA was higher in the mice housed confrontationally compared to the control group mice. On the other hand, the consumption of theanine suppressed the shortened lifespan, the cerebral atrophy, learning impairment, behavioral depression, and oxidative damage in the cerebral DNA. It pretty much mitigated all these impairments that the mouse experienced when they were stressed. So what the results tell us or suggest is that psychological stress uh, in these mice, um, once the partition was removed, and similar to the stress that we experience in our everyday lives, accelerates our aging, oxidative stress, our lifespan, our cognitive dysfunction, and behavioral depression. And from taking theanine, this was all potentially suppressed and mitigated as a result of all the psychological stress that was experienced from these mice. So not just that stress can cause havoc on our body 
and can age us and actually cause DNA molecular damage. But by implementing such a simple compound that can mitigate and minimize that stress can actually extend our lives. So I hope you enjoyed those research studies that I was able to find and have referred to in the past regarding L-theanine. But let's talk into my own personal experiences because I think that's pretty damn important as well in terms of knowing really, you know, what's going on and if it's working for you or not because despite all the research that you read and know about, despite all that, if it's not working for you, then it doesn't work, then those research studies really mean nothing. So for me, what I found is that it really helped to elevate my creativity and pretty much take it to the next level. So what I mean by that is that when I was running my food store Vusion Eatery, and I've mentioned this in a uh, previous YouTube videos that I've done on L-theanine. So I've actually done multiple videos which I'll um, I'll link in the show notes so you guys can check out for additional resources if you want. So when I was running my food store, it was pretty important in terms of marketing and promotion to have, you know, these posts happen every couple of days, uh, especially in leading to when we were trading on the weekend. So yeah, so in terms of the creativity of the post and stuff like that, I felt a massive shift uh, with the the ingestion and the intake of the L-theanine compound. It just meant that I was so much more creative and that these ideas, these very creative and witty ideas were pretty much organically manifested into my brain um, if that makes any sense. And so what I would do at the time is that as these ideas would effervesce into my head, I would write them down for my post later on or for future post. And it was so, so organic that it was crazy. It was just, I could be just sitting there and then something super creative would prop up. And I was like, I don't normally think think like that or how did I even think about that so yeah so that's the one big benefit that I found with the L-theanine intake is being to really elevate my creativity so in saying that for any content creators writers musicians artists instagrammers anyone that's in the creative scene I definitely think this is a compound that could really be beneficial for you because as it has for me. And not just being creative, but what I found it to really, really help me with is to calm my racing ADHD mind and particularly any stressful situation. So, you know, when when I need to go for a job interview or do anything where I anticipate there's going to be a stressful day ahead, I want to make sure that I've got my L-theanine on hand because it just calms the nervous system and really downplays or really minimize that flight or fight response that a lot of people get. And it's not just a subjective feeling. It's been scientifically proven to 
do all those things in the brain and in the nervous system. And, you know, one one other particular application of theanine, which I think will be um, highly beneficial that I've able to to make use in the past is that to be used prior to any extended or deep meditation to assist because sometimes when you meditate, if that's something you're into, is that it can take a long time to really, really, I guess, get into that state where you're in that state of flow and that you are just receptive and you're not thinking of too many things. So, you know, it takes a great number of years or even just a lot of practice with meditation to really get into that state. And theanine has been shown to boost your alpha waves, pretty much the brain waves that you are established or strengthened when you are in that really meditative state. And the alpha waves is, like I said, the type of waves that don't cause you to be drowsy or sleepy. It's pretty much a relaxed but alert state where if you believe in it is that you are spiritually awakened and able to absorb any truths of the universe and any messages out there. Um, And I guess that's sort of the the impetus, the importance of people who want to meditate and want to sort of get into that state so they are receptive to the universe and the truths that um, are pretty much intertwined within it. So in terms of application, you want to make sure that obviously you take it and give it enough time to absorb fully before, you know, the intended, I guess, requirements. So before any stressful event, flight, test or exam, it's been shown or how I've experienced it, it takes around 30 to 40 minutes to fully absorb. So before any, you know, stressful event like a flight, exam, test or anything like that, 30 or 40 minutes before, take it and then you should be sweet or prior to your meditation or anything like that. Now, let's get into the dosages. So, sort of my recommended dosage and based on the research out there and a lot of, I guess, uh, varying recommendation. And this is pretty much a middle ground approach in terms of the most common recommendation for, for anyone and everyone, particularly, I guess, being an adult. So, yeah, depending on what effects you feel with this, you know, you can go less or more. But the general recommended dose is 200 to 400 milligrams once or twice a day. So how you would do that is start off on the 200 milligram once a day and go from there and boost it up to, you know, 300 milligram once a day or 400 milligram once a day and then go twice a day if you're not feeling the benefits or the benefits aren't pronounced enough for you. So you would practically just split that up in the morning and again in the evening or the afternoon and one particular way you can also take it is also if you wanted to really help with 
your sleep, then take it before bed. Um, so still take it in the morning if you take it twice a day and then you're pretty much your nighttime dose. Take it 30, 40 minutes before bed. It will just help you unwind and really get to sleep. And that's the one of the biggest benefits that I've heard that it's able to exhibit and assist a lot of people with is the matter of sleep. And you can get pills or sorry, capsules or powder. I would always recommend the powdered form just because it's a lot more cost effective and absorbs quicker. And also, yeah, I've, I've used the capsules in the past, you know, for a few batches and for whatever reason, I just didn't feel like it was effective enough and it sort of got me to doubt a bit like, you know, is Althini not working for me anymore? But when I got onto the good stuff again, you know, I started to experience all the benefits again. So, yeah. So, personal preference anyway for convenience, obviously go the capsules. But for me, you know, I've got access to a small micro scale that I can sort of weigh out 200 or 400 milligrams in, in a serving. So, what's my personal L-theanine protocol and what have I been doing pretty much for the last three or four years or so? So, I on an average take L-theanine around 200 to 300 milligrams, which is around one-eighth of a teaspoon Um, and I take that in the morning and in the evening And I practically only take it five days a week and I give the weekend off. So, it's sort of my form of cycling. Not that you need to cycle but with anything, I feel like it's always good to give your body some time off and to reset and to normalize. But look, there's really no research to say that you need to do that. So, it's only a personal practice of mine. So, I take it five days a week, normally Monday to Friday. Uh, morning and evening and I'll give the weekends a rest just because it's a lot more less hectic and stressful and I can tend to be a bit more relaxed and not as focused if I don't really need to be really and so just on that as well it's something that it's pretty safe to take frequently and in large doses a lot of the research that I've read into or experience of people that I've read there hasn't been really any adverse side effects or anything like that with continued use or with a large consumption. But you know what? If you're feeling stressful on any occasion or you need to calm a racing mind, then you can take it ad hoc at any time. You know, just one eighth of a teaspoon, 200 to 300 milligram, and you should be sweet. And, you know, one one particular time I remember, um, which was very beneficial, was that sometimes when I go to sleep, not all the time, but sometimes, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you just got these racing thoughts in your mind for whatever reason, you're just processing a million things. So, that's when I found that theanine was very beneficial. I pretty much woke up, you know, dosed a bit of theanine and then started to pretty much doze off to bed again so to speak so yeah you can take it you know consistently throughout the week and or you can take it ad hoc at any time whenever you feel like you need this extra assistance for sleep or to you know curtail any additional stress or calm a racing mind 
Like I said, there is no side effects whatsoever. It's however has been reported to make some people feel a bit sedated, a bit tired, but I think that's highly unlikely and with anything, just titrate your doses. So if you feel like it's not exhibiting the the effect that you want, then just have a bit more, a bit less and just go from there because everybody's biochemistry is different and that you would just have to use these sort of dosage guidelines as a guideline and just not take them pretty much as gospel. All right, so let's talk theanine with coffee, which is the research I referred to before. So in the pretty much biohacking and the nootropic scene, one of the most basic nootropic stack you can start off with if you want to enter the world of nootropics and the world of cognitive enhancement and improvement of memory and focus is L-theanine and coffee. Normally a two to one ratio. So you would have say for example 200 milligrams of L-theanine and around 100 milligrams of caffeine and it's been seen or been said to be synergistic with coffee and I felt that myself as well. So what does it mean when it's synergistic with coffee or caffeine? It means that if there's any jitteriness that you experience from coffee because coffee is no doubt in itself a nootropic. It helps to improve cognitive function. It helps with your alertness. But then a lot of people, the downside from it is you get this jittery feeling. So when the theanine is taken with the caffeine, it pretty much helps to take the edge off of the caffeine or the coffee. And so it's a great adjuvant for people who are sensitive to caffeine and it pretty much exhibits the same balancing act as it does in green tea because green tea has a high content of caffeine but it also has a theanine in there as well. So if you were drinking that amount of caffeine alone in green tea, you would be pretty jacked up if you were drinking five to six cups of green tea a day. But it's because of the theanine in there that helps to balance and evens that out that you don't feel the same jitteriness that you feel with coffee or caffeine alone. So yeah, the most basic nootropic stack that you can get your hands on is theanine and some good quality coffee or a simple caffeine pill. It's pretty much something that I've looked into it at the start when I was getting into the whole nootropic and cognitive enhancement field and I'm still I guess preaching and using it today just because it's so damn simple and so damn effective as well so give that a go if you want and let me know how you go and let's talk about quality because quality is of utmost importance because I've experienced crap quality theanine before which I'll talk about in a second but then obviously you're buying a specific product or compound you want it to work so one of the few things to look for um, when you're buying L-theanine or any product is to ensure or specifically for theanine is that it's a hundred percent pharmaceutical grade so they normally list on the website with 
uh, some, some sort of annotation to say that it's 100% pharmaceutical grade, I guess that's sort of the first step of validation that you know, all right, it's, it's pretty potent. And if you can, ask for a COA, which is a Certificate of Authenticity. I think that's what it's called, which is pretty much when the company sends off their batch or the supply for pretty much testing for purity. And as a result of the testing, uh, the third-party company will give them a certificate, a COA, to say that your product is legit and contains so-and-so theanine. And another thing that you can also do is just buy from a reputable supplier. So someone that you bought from before that you trust and know and has, uh, I guess, a high reputation for the quality of products they put out because they don't want to damper that reputation by having one or two inferior products. So by buying from a reputable supplier or someone that you've bought from before, that will help to ensure that you get the best high quality products as well. And talking about supplier, I've um, got a few places in mind. I'll have a look it up and put in the show notes for you guys. That way you can have a look at where I get my stuff from. And if you're interested, feel free to get it from there or wherever else you um, you can as well. Just following these few simple guidelines. And also you want to make sure that it's L-theanine and not theanine or D-theanine because when it's not stipulated as L-theanine, they could be using D-theanine which is pretty much the other form of theanine. So a lot of amino acid has an L form and a D form. So the D form has shown to be pretty much ineffective. So you do not want to buy that and they may mix the two. They may. I'm not saying they they, they will or, or should, but always look for and ensure that the the pretty much the prefix of theanine is the L, um, and that's to ensure that you're pretty much getting a compound that's been scientifically proven and also research to exhibit all the effects that we spoke about in this podcast. And lastly, do not buy on eBay. This is coming from my own personal experience. I thought that, you know, I'd buy it from eBay just because it was much cheaper and I would get the delivery quicker because I was like desperate because I ran out. And so when I got it and I started using it, but all the effects that we spoke about, I did not feel. It felt like the person or the supplier um, was just dodgy and probably was just cornflower or some shit like that so don't buy on ebay buy from a proper reputable supplier who can provide you a coa and someone who's got probably a legit website so with all those in mind those are things you can look out for when buying a quality theanine products and pretty much all the benefits we've talked about and the research findings in this episode so far hopefully gives you some confidence and some sort of impetus to look into this further and honestly i think it's a highly beneficial compound like i said something i've been taking for three four years of my life now and have found to be great benefit and for anyone particularly that suffers panic attacks anxiety or needs i guess to take off the edge of stress in their lives then i would highly recommend you look into this because you know 
I think it can only benefit you, so to speak. Anyways, this episode has actually gone for a lot longer than I expected. Normally, these solo episodes, I just want to make it nice quick. But for whatever reason, I always have so much to say. Um, So, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. I expect them to be like 15 minutes, but they end up being like 25, 30 minutes. Anyway, so hopefully it's not a lot of blabber and actually a lot of value for you guys. Um, And if it has leave a rating and review because that will show me that you actually get a lot out of the episodes and it just motivates me to keep going and putting out good value out there. So, hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much. Have an amazing week and I will catch you on the next one.